from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. I'm with my best friend, Kiana. What's up, Car? Hi. Hey. Great week in Bitcoin, wasn't it? Dude, it was a building week in Bitcoin. Can you believe it? I can believe it. Uh, it happens a lot in Bitcoin. I, I haven't talked to you at all week. I know. I, like I saw you Monday and then that was then Wednesday and then that was it. And we, we work underneath the same roof. That's right. I mean, I guess we're just busy, busy people. Busy building? That's what happened. I went to BitDevs yesterday. Oh, how was that? It was great. There was a lot of talk about like fees and future fees. And that was like one of the more memorable discussions we had around like what happens if like there's a world event that causes like 5 billion people to onboard onto Bitcoin in a day or something or like in, within a week, like what, what happens in that case? How does, how does Bitcoin prepare for such things? And so what, do we, what, like what do we come up with or what did um, y'all come up with? It's not really uh, a conversation in pursuit of solutions. It's more a conversation in pursuit of problems. And so like identifying the problem so that we can begin thinking about solutions. And so there isn't, you know, I think some people, you know, discussed in a world like that, you might need, you know, side chains, you might need, you know, there's a, there's a variety of things, possible solutions to a dramatic problem like that, but it's just really, yeah, it's really useful to imagine those scenarios if you're trying to build, you know, a world money. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but that was one. That was one of the things. There were a lot of cool people. Some new, a lot of new people moved to Austin. It was always happening. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like at some point we're just gonna have this whole financial district in Austin just covered with Bitcoin companies laying plot. You know, it's just gonna be it'll be pretty cool. The author from a Bitcoin Bitcoin a work in progress was there, which is pretty cool. I didn't get to talk to him, but. Mm. That was, uh, I met one of another, uh, another lightning labs team member. One thing that's been, that's like super obvious to me, every person I meet at lightning labs is like awesome. So whoever is hiring there is, I don't know if it's Elizabeth or whatever, they're excellent at hiring. I met, uh, I met Leo who does like all of the technical documentation for lightning labs and he loves it. He's like super into it, super good at his job. I mean, lightning labs probably has the best technical documentation out there and it like show it like his love for it shows and like finding people like that is not easy. So whoever is doing the hiring there. Yeah. We had a, we had a whole discussion inside of plub Lab with, with everybody you're talking about. Yeah. Leo um, was here. Yeah. So it was, uh, what's his yeah. name? Pru boost. I think. Or- well, Gentry was, we were kind of talking about that and, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's good. It's usually during bit devs week, everybody shows up and, um, we need to get a, we need to get a doorbell. <laughs> That's what we, we do. do. <laughs> Somebody had a great idea. They're like, get a doorbell and then connect it with lightning. And then that way they can just scan it. And then you'll get a, yeah, it was like, cool. I had an idea for how that might work. We can maybe, yeah. I don't, but it's, it's effort. I don't know. I just, I'm, what I'm curious, what I'm really curious about is what sound should our doorbell make? Cause that's Ooh. the, that's the big question. We'll just get you recording zap. <laughs> zap. Yeah, maybe it's like a lightning strike. It just sounds like uh, like thunder <laughs> in the yeah. lab. Well, let's jump into the top five stories of the week on Stacker News. Let's top do it. Top five stories. All right. So we're going to go, a lot of the stories have to do with Nostner and Jack Dorsey. So we're going to like compress them all into its own little, little segment here. We'll do them all together. But this is also your top story, even though it's already a top story. 
but basically the big, one of the biggest news items of the week is that Jack Dorsey got on Noster uh, and funded Noster with 14 Bitcoin, um, which is like a lot of money. Uh, I mean, a lot of Bitcoin for, for us, us, uh, us in the Satoshi generation. Um, where Satoshi generation. I like that. Yeah. Where, where, uh, full Bitcoins. Ooh, I don't know, but, uh, we stack sets, but Jack has stacked Bitcoin as a billionaire. And, uh, he, uh, he donated 14 Bitcoin to, to Noster. He just gave it, as far as I understand, he just sent it straight to, uh, Fiat Joff. Uh, and Fiat Joff wrote up like how he, plans to divvy it out and stuff. I don't, I, I assume you're, you're a little deeper on this because this is your top story. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, you know, I think, I think we've already kind of seen where it's come. I mean, obviously I had William this on this week on thriller. So we were talking about all of this. So definitely check that out. But uh, besides that, like um, we just seen the, I mean, you see it here at Plub Lab. There's just the, the guys like working on Noster people like working on Noster. I like writing about Noster. Like it's uh it's become a thing. That's just a whole grassroots vibe to it. Um, very reminiscent to Bitcoin, but the, 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 the big things about around it is that, um, yeah, man, there's something special about Noster and how it can be used as micro apps. And that was kind of what our discussion was this week uh, around that. And, uh, Noster just, um, it's this open protocol uh, building that's happened. And, and it's, it's maybe we're hearkening back to the early days of the web where it's just becoming this. And, and at some point you just kind of have to look at the writing on the wall and realize like, this is becoming, I'm not going to use that word, the E word, but, or the, you know, the embeddable and the, you know, the I word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not that, but it, there is something when you start seeing a, a group of people do all this stuff for free, like there's something to that. Um, yeah, And um, so I think that's kind of what's taking place. I think also the reason I wanted to talk to William this past week was because of the whole chat GPT-3 thing. And we were able to discuss that. And I think this is where I think when you're doing a startup or you're doing a project, it's good to have these like these pushes uh, every few months, every, you know, every quarter. But it's good to, to, to throw something new, a new feature out to your users and it gets them reengaged. And, and I think Nostra November was a lot of building, but when he implemented that chat GPT three uh, thing inside of Domus, it, 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 it like reengaged a lot of us who maybe had like, you know, fell asleep for a few weeks on, on Nostra. And I think that, with all the other proof of work that was out there already, it's just kind of taken over. And um, it's good to see Jack, like, dude, like Jack's a real one, man. Like who spends, who spends their Bitcoin on open source protocol? Like it's crazy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a really cool effort and it's nice to see Noster get funded. I mean, I, I've been watching Noster since the beginning, get a super test net, introduce it to me and who's been a huge uh, Noster bull for a long time. Um, and I think, I think really where it excels is like developer UX is excellent. It's just like dead, simple protocol, very, very, very simple to comprehend uh, how it works, especially if you have familiarity with like a public, public key cryptography. And like from there, it's just, it's kind of dead simple. Any, any web dev can get into it and then you can layer on really complicated things. And it's reminiscent of me to something like Bitcoin where the base layer people, 
people will deride it as like simple and dumb and doesn't really do anything. Um, but you can build layers on top of these things and that's where they really become the, the, the products that you, that you want them to be. And, uh, it's cool. It's really cool to see someone like Jack. I mean, I always, I, I always imagine, I always imagine there's like a silo around, uh, people like Jack and they don't really get ever the truth, um, mm -hmm. or like what's actually going on on the ground or it trickles up kind of late. It has to be like huge, massive waves, but somehow someone got to him with regard to Noster and it's, it was cool. I mean, I think he even put like Noster in his, in his bio. Yeah. And I also think too, it's just, um, it's, 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 it's an everybody kind of community where yeah, you have to get de de developers, um, working on it. And then you have to get, that has to build over time, but then you also need like the media to get behind it and write about it to, to like explain why it's so, so great to work on. Then you have to do the workshops. Then there has to be like, like everybody has to come together in the community and all move uh, forward together and, and like, and keep it about the protocol for it to, to kind of, kind of advance. And that's literally what happened with Noster. It's the same thing. It's like everybody, like everybody contributed in some way or another to seeing it, uh, get funding. And, um, yeah, you, you can, you can go through all of this, uh, and it, it tells you exactly what these, um, where it's going to get allocated there. There's bounties, there's community prizes, there's even documentation and then micro grants, of course. And then it was cool too, because there's a lot of people that really worked hard on this. And a lot, if you scroll all the way to the bottom key on under thank yous, like it was cool to see that uh, Fiat Joff had allocated like 20 million sats to the people that had done all the heavy lifting. And don't get me wrong, there's even more people he could have added to that list, but these were the, these were the, these were the main um, pioneers of this whole kind of, open protocol movement for yeah. Noster. Yeah. So Fiat Joff wrote this Google doc kind of laying out how he intends to spend the sats. And so he has some really high, some like high level things that he wants to see that he's willing, that he's going to allocate uh, 200 million sats to, uh, and 40 bounties of, and 40 bounties of 5 million sats, a bunch of, a, a bunch of stuff that he wants to see get done. Things that we all kind of anticipate Noster needs, additional, like, a, and a bunch of additional things, smaller specific tasks, that kind of stuff. And then as Carr was saying, there was an allocation to existing uh, contributors just as like a thank you. It has like a funding note at the bottom. This is not a payment for your work of love because that is priceless. It is just so your efforts don't go without mention. It is also terrible because there were many other valuable contribu contributions that were not mentioned here. And life is sad as well. So. <laughs> Yeah. No, the fact that he even had this at the end was, was very thoughtful. I thought. Yeah, it closed it closed it up nice, and uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm excited to see what comes of the grant. So uh, when Noster on Sacker News, uh, when you build it into it, uh, no, I get the, I get that all the time. And the project is open source. If someone wants to make a concrete proposal for how Noster would integrate with Stacker News at this point. Uh, I'd be more than willing to entertain it and have a back and forth on it. We've had a few people suggest things in passing, like maybe you just publish everything that gets posted on Sacker News onto Noster. But it's like, how, like I now I need the private keys of people who want to post from from Stacker News to Noster. And like, how do we? How does all that work? If someone could figure that out, that'd be great. I wouldn't mind like duplicating the things that are on Stacker News there. I eventually want to pursue. Uh, Noster as possibly the protocol that Stacker News is decentralized on. 
And so in that case, it will be, uh, it will be natively integrated with it, but maybe there's like an in-between step for us. So yeah, maybe, maybe we could throw out there. I mean, I'd be willing to go half on like a million dollar bounty to get that process started if you would. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, I'm I'm down. I can post it on Stacker News later and then let's see what kind of, yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, we can see what we can get done. Um, this is this was like I think this this preceded Jack's uh, investment or I said million dollar. I meant million sad no, sad bounty. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized what I was like. Wait, did you say million dollar? I think I said million dollar. Oh, I don't no. have. I everything. I measure everything in sad. Only have Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack, Jack's uh, Jack, Jack, what like spearheaded this whole thing was Jack wrote this uh, long post. I think it started out as a tweet thread, but he like turned it into like a longer form post on Twitter's like, I don't know, newsletter product or whatever. But he basically describes like why he thinks centralized social media is broken. Uh, having, you know, been in charge of what many people consider like the most valuable, uh, online, online social media platform in terms of like free speech town square. These are the kind of things you hear people say with regard to Twitter. And, uh, yeah, so he, you know, he's kind of, he's kind of saying here, you know, uh, it's hard, it was hard to more or less, he's, you can kind of read between the lines. He was saying there was, there was on some level, uh, corporate and government control at Twitter, which is not, you know, not conducive necessarily to free speech. Uh, uh, the original authors, uh, uh, can get their content removed without, you know, without, uh, being, being like, like that happened voluntarily. And then, uh, having done moderation at scale, he says the best way to kind of mitigate any conflicts of interest or bias or anything. And, uh, in moderating is to instead give algorithmic choice and allow people to choose from a variety of algorithms. And, uh, I thought that was pretty cool, but it's a, it's a, it's a pretty lengthy post, but it's all like super relevant and well-written. And, uh, I think, uh, blue sky and app protocol and no sir are all attempts to kind of, uh, figure this out. Well, I, I remember in, what was it? 2021 when he, he went to, to the Bitcoin conference and he, there, there was people yelling in the audience about like all the things that Twitter was doing. Uh, and then he said, you know, I, I will fix this. I remember him specifically saying, I will, I will, we're getting to that. And then blue sky came out and that it got announced, but maybe they're seeing something behind the scenes that they could implement Nostra at some sort. And maybe he's, you know, that's why he's trying to facilitate the growth in, in both areas. But if there's anybody that, that knows this problem better than, than most it's, it's him, right? Like hmm. who else would, um, who else out there in the world would understand that better than him? Yeah. yeah, man. It's really, it's really bullish for Noster. Uh, if, uh, the fact that, that Jack, um, you know, funded it. Yeah, definitely bullish for Noster, uh, bullish for just open internet stuff to have someone with big bags like Jack, uh, also it. makes me wonder like, where's Ev Williams and where's these other guys behind the scenes that like, why aren't they getting any of the blame? Like as far as like where Twitter started, like it's not all Jack's fault. Like he wasn't it like well, it's three not or about f- where Twitter started. It's about where it ended up. And but, Jack was, Jack was CEO through for the last like decade at Twitter. 
So he's, he takes, mo- he takes most responsibility. He even, he even, uh, he like willingly takes responsibility for, uh, where Twitter ended up. And he said, I think he says in here that it was, it was a, an activist investor that really started to mess things up at Twitter. Um, Oh wow. So it just kind of tells you like, watch who you're taking investment from. Yeah. He said, this is my fault alone. I completely gave up pushing for them when an activist, uh, entered our stock in 2020. So that's kind of, you know, that's, that's a public company. You can get people maybe who you don't like owning a large, uh, votable, uh, section of your company. Yeah. That Jesse Powell talked about that on McCormick's podcast, um, in, in, in somewhat like that about stuff like that. So yeah. Bullish for no, sir. Uh, next up story is, uh, Sonota's AMA. Uh, Sonota is basically making energy payable with Bitcoin and allowing, allowing it to be settled, uh, pretty, uh, settled as fast as you like, more or less as you receive it. Um, it says, it says here, I mean, this is a bit hard to understand if you're not familiar with how like industrial energy works. And I personally wasn't, but he says in the energy industry, contracts are often either prepay and collateralized, very expensive to the consumer. I mean, it's like, kind of like, imagine you prepay your rent or you, you prepay your energy bill for the year or something. It's kind of a lot or postpay, which means that the energy supplier might not get payment. They're like trusting that the energy consumer will eventually pay them. And so instead what you can do is like immediately upon receipt of energy, you can pay with lightning, um, or, or Bitcoin. I think they're planning on, they're planning on doing it with lightning in this case and specifically targeting Bitcoin miners and Bitcoin mining hosts first, because they're obviously a little more easy to convince of the advantages of Bitcoin. But, uh, pretty cool to have them on for an AMA. They just, they raised, I think a couple million dollars recently from a number of well-known VCs in the space. Um, yeah, we, I always bring up this story all the time. Like Austin, I, re, I remember we were all in the same, sorry, Keon, Airbnb at the Bitcoin conference this year. It was like me, Airbnb, him, <laughs> me, him, and a couple others. Uh, uh, Andy showed up at some point and then like we were all, dude, we had late night chats all about this stuff. And uh, there's no doubt in my mind, Austin's going to be very, 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 uh, uh, like he's going to be able to figure this out. Like the, he had a whole plan even back then and how he was going to go to market with it and stuff. And so, yeah, dude, it looks really great, man. Um, bullish. Yeah. Bullish. I think it's cool. And I think, I think, uh, I think this makes a lot of sense. There's like a lot of applications of Bitcoin. Like when you see them, you're like, Oh, this makes sense. I don't know how it'll end up, end up shaking out in the end, but it's going to eventually some, like someone's going to figure this out and hopefully, uh, it's Max and Austin. This is why it's good to like get get the right uh, air, when you. Sorry again. Right when you go to when you go to these big conferences like Bitcoin conference, it's good to get the right Airbnb because if you find the right Airbnb, you can be around all these builders and the discussions during those nights are like some of the things you always remember and and it's good to see where they where they go from that and yeah, dude, I'm bullish on Andy and 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 Austin seeing what they built like side by side over time. It should be cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Pretty, I saw that Andy posted down there too. Did you see that? Yeah. He's in, he's in here too. Andy, Max, and I believe Austin are the founding team. Um, you mean, uh, Oh no. Uh, so it was the other project that he has this one. Where is it? 
Yeah. Oh, it's in I there. think I, Isaac Mitchell is another founder. No, that's Austin. So scroll down. Scroll down more. Oh, hey, Isaac. You mean Andy from... Uh, yeah. From... Yeah, right there. Uh, where was it at? Andy Leroy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's the one that's doing the Tesla thing. So. Oh, is he? I don't think he is. He's uh, Exponential Layers, Andy Leroy. Oh, wait. Where is... You keep going. Let me, let me go back. Okay. Uh, anyway, cool to see. It sounds like what they're going to do is they're going to do like a hosted node solution for both the uh, consumer and uh, producer of energy and uh, read from a smart meter as it comes in and pay to the, produ the energy producer, producer's node and do some kind of fiat conversion for them because a lot of them don't want exposure to Bitcoin. I don't know how, like the details of that are like, I guess, you know, somewhat secret sauce and probably to be determined. Distributed charge. Distributed charge. Andy distributed charge, Andy. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Andy's working with them. No, no, he's not. He was, they were talking about inside, go, this is where you had to go back and read Stacker, Stacker News, uh, listeners, Which? viewers. Uh, if he, it's down here, it's towards the middle, but he says that distributed charge is already capable of doing this with no middlemen or central servers, which is cool but it's good to have two, two people working on the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have a very, they had a very similar idea. It sound it seems like, um, and yeah, distributed charge is more, a little more, uh, more distributed, I guess that you would say they don't, but I suspect there are issues with getting, uh, on board with onboarding. And this is kind of the problem you see with most decentralized solutions is that the onboarding of people who aren't, you know, that motivated to be operating in a decentralized way who are used to like operating in kind of a centralized world will have difficulty using the product. So I could see a world where both of these are used. I think, you know, I think it's bull, it's like bullish for distributed charge that, uh, that, a, that a centralized solution is going to get used because eventually you'll have people wanting a more distributed one. Yes. For citadels. Yeah. Uh, when, when citadels come, Distributed charge will be there. All right. The next top story <laughs> is Breeze raises a crap ton of money. Oh, $4.5 million. Does anybody still use Breeze? I use Breeze. I just, oh. I just paid an invoice. I paid a ZapRite invoice yesterday with Breeze. So tell me about Breeze because I, I never use it. I only, I only read Roy's amazing articles because they're so brilliant. But what, what, what is Breeze? Breeze is a non-custodial... Uh, lightning wallet on your node. It also is it also, they also have a point of sale project uh, product in it. Okay. So you can, you can be uh, a merchant and receive Bitcoin payments, so it's, but it's non-custodial wallet. It's a non, that runs a full node on your, uh, on runs your, a, runs a, runs a lightning node on your, on your wallet with Neutrino as the Bitcoin node, um, which is kind of, which you kind of imagine as like a, a more like a, a pruned or a light client on, uh, on your mobile phone. Okay. And uh, yeah, they, I mean, they provide, there's like a handful of non-custodial lightning wallets on the phone. They all have, you know, there, there are trade-offs when you have a non-custodial lightning wallet on the phone, but one of them is one of the, one of the benefits is you, you of course aren't trusting anyone with your money. Um, and, so, yeah. 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 So I, I like for the people that use Zeus or some of these other non-custodial wallets, like what, what's, what's the reason to go over to breeze, I guess. 
would be the, I guess you the don't, question you don't have. have, you don't have a computer running at home. So Zeus, Zeus requires oh, okay. you to have a oh, node gotcha. okay. connect to a node that you're running elsewhere. Gotcha. Breeze, okay. Breeze runs the whole thing on your phone. Breeze was also, I think they're probably one of the first non-custodial wallets on the phone. They were also the first person to do uh, value for value podcast streaming. Um, they, they preceded anyone else in that department. I think they invented it more or less. Um, so Roy is like, Roy is the real one. Uh, like always seems to always be ahead of these things. They're also, they're also migrating their technology stack to use Blockstream's green light and like remote signing to mitigate some of the downs, the, the like bad parts of running a node on your phone, which your phone doesn't do terribly well. You have to like occasionally wake up your application to sync blocks and stuff. But okay. uh, yeah, but yeah, but I'll, wait to see. Yeah. Awesome. I don't, it doesn't say exactly what they intend to spend the money for, um, in this raise announcement, but I mean, they have an LSP, so presumably it's going to beef up that and do more lightning infrastructure stuff. Uh, ego death was in on the round, which I haven't, I've seen quite a few of recent raise announcements, uh, from their fund entree capital, which I hadn't heard of. I've mined Folger. All the good guys, all the usual suspects in there. Um, yeah, uh, pretty excellent. I didn't realize CD invested in them. Oh, CT did? Oh, wow. uh, In prior rounds. Uh, yeah. Cool. Very cool. Love to see it. Love I can't to wait it. to, I can't, I can't, I, I think for me as a Bitcoin, I can't wait to have a reason to download it again. That's my biggest thing. I see. Yeah. It's like the fountain and for me, fountain and Zeus have already filled those niches. So it's for me, it's like, okay, how do I, I need a reason. So as soon as I got that, I'm, I'm back, baby back. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a, there definitely will be reason to use, like I use breeze, like I've been having issues with Tor connecting to my home node. So I'm like, mm. use, I'm using breeze as my, as my mobile wallet at the moment. But yeah, there are a lot of, there are quite a few non-custodial mobile wallets at the moment. Nice. And yeah. But I think they'll, I think they'll probably attempt to really excel at mobile wallet UX is likely a direction they go. And then when they have green light, that'll probably be a huge, a huge nice. uh, differentiator, but yeah, looking forward to what they build. Uh, next up story was, uh, an AMA posted last night. Really? Someone, uh, from the future time traveled back. How did I miss this? And posted on stacker news. So we got our first time traveler, uh, on stacker what? news. Yeah. I want to believe his name is Gregor. Uh, and apparently, apparently it's a common, I, I suspect that's a common name in the future. I don't know. Okay, so what happened here? Uh, so we, when we is did time AMA. So what, when is time travel invented? That's obviously, right? When is time travel invented? What did he say? Photons? Are we using photons to come back with text? Or what is going on here? Yeah, when is time travel invented is the top uh, question asked them. He said, the time travel mechanism was discovered by Dr. Julius Tordo in January 2087. Uh, Dr. Tordo received the Nobel Prize for it. Um, and I think there is more. There'll honor. be no Sacker News in my time, and it's the first time I use it. Wow, dude! Yeah. Won't Sacker News exist under? It's it's a bit sad. So you're not. Gosh. Well, we'll replace it. He says, "I can't tell you that, but its creators will be very relevant personalities." And then what? Uh, <laughs> and then someone tags me, and he says, "Coob, uh, uh, note this." And I said, "It's probably from my future OnlyFans." <laughs> I'm going to be big on OnlyFans in the future. Right? <laughs> sad OnlyFans. Maybe? maybe you pivot from Stacker News to Sad OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm going to get, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to put, 
put my fat hairy ass on a star backer and become famous. Um, yeah. Uh, What's he's from Argentina? Yeah, there's lots of speculation. Is there any? Is there? Let, let's get. Let me get. The, what What else is good there? Did he talk about the time travel thing? Like, is is there one timeline? Are there multiple timelines? Does it diverge? Like, these are the big questions. These are the big questions. I'm not sure. He doesn't answer all of them. You can get in there. I think he said he's going to answer questions for the next 48 hours. He might have to travel back into the future again. I'm not sure, but I got. I, uh, there's there's uh, suspicion that Doctor Tordo is Argentinian, but uh, Gregor says that Argentina is not one of the remaining four countries. And uh, the future. He shouldn't have given his. He should not have given his name. Uh, now we're gonna be able to find his uh, predecessors. So, yeah, he says there are only four countries, and it's basically a grid. And there's uh, there's one on the top right, one on the top left, one on the bottom right, and one on the bottom left. That's the, that's what the geography looks like. What do you say future? about World War Four? The dollar took place in our minds in what earlier coaches call it meditation. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, he's, there's actually already a silent war going on. It's just the people that are aware of it or not, right? Who wins the World Cup in 2022? France. I mean, he didn't answer. <laughs> oh, he France. didn't answer. Oh, somebody else did. He says he doesn't give sports scores or anything that could uh, like risk, risk of humans used to make payments. Transactions that they would say in your time is mental. I can see that. Yeah. Just like got to send them a payment. Yeah, you just do it beam from your these, mind. Beam the sets from my mind. Has life arrived on Mars? What about interplanetary oh. travel? He says, yes, it was very important and very tragic event. It was a milestone that marked the beginning of the state of things in my time. I can't talk more about it without putting us both in danger. I'm sorry. You know what's, you know what's interesting is like these time travels have existed on Reddit too. And a lot of their predictions were wrong. Uh, so to keep that in mind. Uh, but you know that was interesting though? On the Reddit time travel ones... The guy did say that McAfee was going to die and he literally, yeah, we all know what happened there. So that was interesting, but that could have just been a, just a lucky guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is funny. What does music sound like in 21, 22? Everyone loves Antonio Soleri. He sells out stadiums all over the world. I don't even know who that is. We should, uh, should maybe pull up some music from him. People still go to uh, stadiums to watch concerts. Yeah. Kevin asked. It's not going on. And he says, yes, this is because international artists are usually the only ones allowed to travel. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's a really fun thread really. Yeah. You know, go hit up Gregor. What, what did he say? Like why he's on stacker news? Did he, no one asked him. We can look, let's see. Stacker. Did did he say like why he's on stacker news? And browse it and go to Stacker News of all places. Why not go outside and walk around? He says, it's actually my second week and I'm a bit tired. I have to save energy for the return trip. I don't want to have to spend four days sleeping to recover when I get there. Uh, what made you visit Stacker News for the same and on another platform? I asked, he said, I found the way to log in very use, very user friendly. <laughs> Plus, I think there are people in here who will, be, who will be able to understand what I'm saying without making a fuss about it. Can you imagine I use Reddit for this or Twitter? Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's, I think, I think he's a fan of the Lightning Network in our time, which is great. <laughs> it must be very similar to the, to the, the mind network that they send transfers on in the future. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how time travel is going to work in the future. I do believe it's going to exist at some point. Really? Yeah. hundred percent. Um, I just wonder how, I, I don't know if does time travel exists through text. And if so, like, how does that happen? How does it get sent back? How does it get sent forward? Like, yeah, I'm not so sure. I hope, I mean, I hope it exists. It sounds awesome. I can see text existing. 
I, I can see you sending back text or sending forward information. Text. There's information. A, there's yeah. a series right now on uh, Amazon Prime that's about uh, how you can send information back into the into the past. That's cool. In the future, and they like do, but you can also do like you can like inhabit robots in the future from the past, and the and uh, but not the other way around. It's based on like a book, a science fiction book. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. That in the show notes, if you remember the name. That's right. Uh, Next top story. uh, We're moving in. This is just one that I picked out for this week. I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. Not a lot of details, but a company called Lucid Lucent Labs. They're announcing Boltnode and Bitcoin Cash. uh, They're announcing a beta for them. Um, I tried Bitcoin Cash, not spelled C A. S-H, cash, C-A-C-H-E, just for the listeners. Yes, that type of cash. Um, apparently, it's looking to provide like enterprise-grade Bitcoin services to companies. In the case of Boltnode, it's, I imagine it's very similar to Voltage, but with like a different spin on it where they, uh, it sounds like they're going to allow you to like use, use like programmatically and use templates to kind of configure your nodes and create them which might allow you to automate uh, scaling uh, procedures and things like that. And then the other product, uh, Bitcoin Cash, which I'm trying, which is, they don't have a dedicated page for it, but they're going to provide some ability for you to uh, manage uh, private keys a little bit more efficiently. Maybe, you know, probably some kind of multi-sig, multi-sig wallet solution, that's maybe a little more meant for a business, uh, in terms of management. I don't know exactly what that looks like. Cause again, they don't really have much information beyond like the bullet points. Do they have an about page or no for the company? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little slow to load, but, uh, they're on a mission to democratize financial, Infrastructure. I mean, they seem based. They reference a lot of like Bitcoin stuff. They say they'll never support another currency type of thing. Uh, Who's found? Who founded it? Oh, the founder is. Does it say that? Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Of course, yeah. Nate Castillo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he was in our. Um, he was in our. Is this uh, Donovan? Donovan. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't want to dox all their information, but yeah, I mean, we know Nate. Okay. Yeah. I know Nate. Like we, we, he was at the, um, well then that means this idea has been going on for what, where are we in December now? March. Yeah. So that's good. He finally got it there. <laughs> that's awesome. I need to talk to him. I tried to get him on Thriller like four months back to talk about all this stuff, but he didn't, he didn't want to talk about it yet. So I'll reach out to him again and talk to him. He's probably ready. He's probably ready to do some talking, yeah, which is good. Cause, uh, but I remember him talking about all this stuff when we had the, uh, the steak dinner, um, at Dono's for the, um, for Bitcoin plus plus. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen him around. Dude, there's uh, nothing but builders here, bro. Everybody's building. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm telling you. Someone's got to build an accelerator. This whole financial market area. is just going to be covered in Bitcoin companies i can't wait dude assuming elizabeth warren doesn't get her way with that bill i agree uh yeah um, not gonna happen i know not gonna happen all right so we'll get into super super stat segment uh top users stacking this week are me moi 
And then after that, it's Max uh, from Sonota. That's Max from Sonota. Oh, nice. Uh, 21J CLP. Crypto coin out there hustling every week. Look at Darth coin. Yeah, look at these guys. Uh, user 21 million. What is Darth Coin talking about this week? AMA. What is he posting? He has about? 140. He's like the most active. I love Darth Coin. What is he? What is he? What is he talking about this week? I'm just curious. I mean, he he'll he'll chime in with really really great like node operator tips, and then also uh, you you know other things to dissuade people. He signed up to the Darth sub stack. Darth, just uh, go ahead and post it on here too. Get the sats here. And then release it on Substack. Uh, but yeah, do both. Yeah, he does. That's do what both. I do. Yeah, he does do both. Yeah. Uh, pretty great. He kind of, he kind of, it, someone asked about brick and mortar onboarding and he said, and he does a nice breakdown for them. And uh, yeah, dude, you know, Darth doing his thing. He didn't need to sign up to his, um, his Substack. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, I'm sure he has a bunch of people on there already. Look, I mean, he's stacked a bunch of sass. Such a great there. name. Yeah, Darth Coin. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, general stat dashboard. What Ooh, do we got this spenders week? Spenders are dipping. Spenders. This is for today. So it's okay. only like half the day has gone by. Okay. I also have a bug, I think, where I, this this uh, seven days ago is underrepresented there. But uh be pretty pretty stable here yeah. uh, as far as spenders. Spending is there when we introduced donations last week. We got a big one and we've continued to get a trickle of them. So people goose and rewards a little bit, helping helping yeah. stack our sats. Um, registrations? Yeah, registrations took a nice bump. I don't know what the heck happened on the 13th, but something happened. 13th. And uh, yeah, I'm working great. on referrals right now, so we'll see how that goes. But basically how it'll work is you get, uh, if you refer someone, you get 2.1% of all the tips that they earn. Mm. And then you get 21% of uh, any jobs that they post or any boost that they put. I saw that feature that you wrote out. Uh, did you did you mention that today? Oh, the, yeah, there's, I forgot. I didn't. forgot the meta stuff. I didn't do the, I skipped the meta. But yeah, so the donate to rewards thing is what I was talking about already, where you can just donate directly to the rewards pool every day. The other thing is That's turbo tipping where just to improve the UX of tipping, cause I'll find that sometimes I just want to acknowledge someone and give them a sat. I don't want to give them a hundred sats. Sometimes I only want to give them 10 sats. Sometimes I want to give them much more. So basically what, if you turn on turbo tipping, the UX, the UX is a little more complicated. So we hit it in like a little advanced pane under your tip in the settings. Um, it makes, it makes your tip amount increase exponentially with each click. I like the donate to rewards thing. That's good. Yeah, there we there are a number of people who are like not who want to see the site grow but aren't active but don't don't have the time or interest in being like super active in the community and finding good content and tipping it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so instead they can just dump dump some sats on people. That's good. It's like contribute to the faucet basically of daily rewards. Uh there are a few other a few other small things. Um that's kind of that's kind of the the meta for the week. Um, do we have any boosts? Yeah, blockchain boog. Blockchain boog back. My favorite snacker, man. Blockchain boog, dude. Look at him. He boosted us three thousand seven hundred seventy sats. He just gave us the keep it going. I love nice. it. I love it. Blockchain boog. That's a real great. one. You ready for this uh, sweater? This sweater fest tonight. Sweater fest? Oh, you mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We're having an ugly sweater contest here at the Plebs. 
Um, yeah. Do you have an ugly sweater? No, I didn't wear one. Oh. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, thought your, were, I thought you were going to. your do. idea? No, it wasn't my idea. It was somebody else's idea. I just bring it. Uh, yeah, looking pretty good. Keon, what do you got, what do you got going on this weekend? What do I have going on this weekend? Uh, I'll probably be working most of the weekend. I might go to, I think I'm going to like a play or something, a, maybe a ballet. I forget oh, what I'm going wow. to tomorrow. That's cool. Yeah. You got a high, a high pitch voice there. Must be. Yeah. Uh, ballerinas, man. You're going to see the, the nutcracker. I don't know. I have no idea. I forget. I forget exactly what I'm going to see. I let my wife uh, make these calls. So good call. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next time. Stackers. Zap.